0: Well, hey, what's up, everybody? Thank you so much for coming out tonight. Why don't y'all stand up? Uh, I'm going to pray for us, and then we'll, we'll dive right into worship. Uh, Lord, we just thank you for tonight where we can come together, God, where we can gather, uh, where we can wait upon your presence. Lord, I just pray that as we are starting this night of worship, Lord, that you would still our hearts. God, that the stresses of today would just fade away. Lord, that we would be able to come after you fervently uh, with our whole hearts, God. Uh, Lord, and that your spirit would move in this place and in us tonight. Lord, we're here for you and for no other reason. We worship you. We love you. And we pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.
1: Every human heart that's made of earth. And
2: in one rapture hymn of praise, we'll sing Christ be magnified. Oh, be magnified. We're singing, oh, Christ be magnified. His praise arrived. Awesome.
1: And i hold fast to what is true. Cause if the cross brings transformation, you can hang me there with
2: you. Cause death is just a doorway into resurrection life. And if I join you in the suffering, then I'll join you when you rise. And with you return in glory with all the angels and the saints?
1: Christ be magnified, just let his praise arise, Christ be magnified in me, oh, Christ be magnified from the altar of our lives, Christ be magnified.
2: A work of long escape, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. You are here, touching every heart. I worship you.
3: in all these uncertain times, none of this is a surprise to him. None of it is out of the palm of his hand. He has it completely in control. And he is still true to every promise. He is still true to every single one of us. He is still true to take care of every single one of us, to know every single hair on our head, to provide for us every single day, to know the thoughts before we even think them, know the words before we even speak them. That is our God. He is faithful. He is good. And when we are discouraged, we need to declare the attributes of our God. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me. Let me bless his holy name. Thank you, Jesus, for who you are. Thank you, Lord, that we can count on you. Thank you, Lord, that you Rain, you are sovereign thank you lord that you did not give us a spirit of fear or of timidity but of power and might and of sound of mind may we have peace tonight may we have strongholds broken lord may we operate in the authority that you have given us in jesus name lord may just to worship you we declare that you are a god that makes a way when there is no way lord god and we just declare the truth of who you are in boldness, in faith tonight, Lord Jesus. We love you. We worship you. We praise you. Amen.
2: This is who you
0: preparing for tonight and uh, just thinking about what the Lord might have for us. Uh, I just was reminded of, of John four and the woman at the well and where she's talking about how to worship and there's places to worship and all this stuff. And Jesus says like, none of that matters. What matters is that you worship in spirit and in truth. And I feel like a lot of times we have the truth thing down Really well, you know, being at, at an expository church. Um, but sometimes we we forsake some of the things that the Spirit wants to do because they're uncomfortable, or because they're unfamiliar, or because we're we're unsure. And so, just want to make uh, some time for the Spirit to come, continue to fall for us to kind of rest in the Spirit, um, for us to wait upon the Lord to wait upon the Spirit. And so um, if you want to have a seat, you can have a seat. If you want to stand, you can stand. If you want to get comfortable, you can get comfortable. But we're just going to wait upon the Lord. We're going to sing a couple songs and just wait. And so if you haven't waited upon the Lord before, or this is new territory for you, I just encourage you to have an honest conversation. Just to tell the Lord where you are, some of the things that get in the way of you uh, coming to the Lord in a place of surrender. Uh, but just encourage you to take on that posture of surrender, take on that posture of willingness for the Lord to use you tonight, for the Lord to speak to you tonight, for the Lord to encourage your heart, for the Lord to breathe life where there's been death for so long, to take bitterness and to uproot it and to plant hope and faith and joy and love. And just as, as Joy said, think of some of those characteristics of the Lord that you cling to in in times of, of desperation or times of hopelessness, whether it's his sovereignty, it's his love, his grace, these things that make up God's character that take us from a place of brokenness to a place of hope tonight. And so whatever that looks like for you, just encourage you to get alone with the Lord and to see what he has for you.
1: Oh, Spirit of Heaven, as you draw us even closer, God, our hearts are filled with Break out, revival starts now.
2: I'm ready. Oh, I'm ready for. Come on. Cool. Because...
0: of of worshiping in spirit and in truth. Um, We're gonna stay in this posture of waiting upon the Lord. And uh, on Thursday, we had a a staff meeting um, and Pastor Eric's been teaching through the gifts of the spirit and um, how there's an order to those things. And so on Thursday, as a staff, Pastor Eric kind of opened it up uh, just to see what the Lord might have for us. And the Holy Spirit moved in a really incredible way. Um, There's some really cool things that happened, some words that were spoken, um, some verses that were read. uh, And it was a really, really sweet time in the presence of God. And so as we gathered tonight and as we were praying about tonight, I just really felt like there were some things that the Lord wanted to do in and through us as the body as well. And so, uh, what I, I've asked some of the pastors to come down front, um, on your right side of the stage. And what we're going to do is we're just going to enter and continue in this time of waiting upon the Lord and just encourage you to pray, continue to pray and ask the Lord to bring things to mind, whether it's a verse, an encouraging verse where it's, whether it's a word, uh, but we're just kind of going to kind of move out in these gifts of the Spirit and these works of the Spirit in and through us. And so if you feel like the Lord is, is prompting you to say something, to come up front, I just encourage you to have the boldness to do that. And there's pastors up here uh, with a microphone who would love to talk to you a little bit, um, to just to go through the Scripture and make sure it aligns with God's Word and everything. And so we're just going to kind of sit in this moment. We're going to kind of wait on the Lord a little bit longer and just see what He might have.
3: want to share a word that the Lord was um, impressing on my heart, and it's something that he um, kind of revealed to me on Sunday when we were in here worshiping as a body, and you know, it was the first time in a while that my whole family had been back in church and I just was overcome by the Spirit of the Lord, and I was just so filled up, and the Lord showed me that so many times in, in our lives, and especially during all of this, it's like You know, we're just doing enough to get by. And it's like having a meal replacement shake every single day for every single meal. And it's like, it's enough to sustain you. It's enough to keep you a little bit full. But we have an opportunity to sit at the table of the Lord and to enjoy this feast that he has prepared for us. And I don't know why, but we just choose sometimes to just keep making those shakes. And, um, you know, it's like we operate so many times out of default. But God designed us. And he wants us to live in that design. He wants us to live in a way that we can be salt and light and draw people into him. To know him by our love. To glorify him in all that we say and we do. And so I just want to encourage you. That when you walk out of here and as you're worshiping, to, to worship and to live by design and not by default.
4: want everybody to pray right now. Bow your heads, close your eyes because something's going on and there's strife that's in here. Father, we come before your throne with the boldness because of the blood of Jesus Christ upon us, not because of us and ourselves and and our own worth, but we know it's your love for us and what Christ has done for us. We know your word speaks that the Spirit has moved in the past to minister to your body, to equip them, to empower them, to share the gospel, to to share the light in the darkness of wherever they're at. And we're asking for you to do that now. In desperation, we're coming before you, Holy Spirit, to speak to us. In the power of Jesus' name, I bind anything that's not of you. Lord, may your allegiance protect us. May there be no deception. May there be no untruth. In the power of Jesus' name, your Son, we ask this. Amen.
5: So, uh, something that the Lord continues to press on my heart is that COVID isn't all bad. Um, One of my favorite things about this pandemic is that it has crushed my American idols. It has crushed my idol of wealth. It has crushed my idol of health. It has crushed my idol of being an American. It's crushed my idol of my government. This COVID is crushing idols. These are things we can no longer count on. We can no longer depend on. And as it continues to ravage the world, we can see when God says, Ephesians 3.10, I'm calling you, I'm calling my people to join in the fellowship of the suffering of Jesus Christ. It's something that we never want to talk about. But we are called as his to join in the fellowship of the suffering of Jesus Christ. And through that suffering, and in part, it is the crushing of our idols. So I praise God for COVID in the sense of crushing my American items.
6: So, I have uh, a passage here, Jeremiah chapter 3, starting in verse 12. It says, Return faithless Israel, declares the Lord. I will not look on you in anger, for I am merciful, declares the Lord. I will not be angry forever, only acknowledge your guilt, that you rebelled against the Lord your God and scattered your favors among foreigners under every green tree, and that you have not obeyed my voice, declares the Lord. Return, O faithless children, declares the Lord, for I am your master. I will take you, one from a city and two from a family, and I'll bring you to Zion. And uh, with that, you know, I don't want to go super in-depth into the context and everything like that, because obviously God is talking to Israel and not to the church. There's a distinction there. But what I do want to say is, in principle, um, as we were singing earlier about revival, I just thought, "I, I, I can't sing this. I can't sing, we usher revival, because I think that oftentimes we want the benefits, we want to reap the benefits of the goodness of God, but we don't want to repent. We don't want to acknowledge the sin that prevents us from reaping those benefits, uh, the sin in each of our lives. And that word repentance, it's a hard one. It's something that we all have to wrestle with, but the truth of the matter is, is that God does require us to repent. In order to receive anything good and and like our sister said earlier um sometimes that good comes in the form of suffering and affliction and god puts us through hardship but i just want to encourage all of us today truly to wrestle with the question what is the sin in my life in my heart that is preventing me from having intimate fellowship with christ and is preventing revival uh because the truth is, we won't have revival until we repent. We won't. R- repentance is necessary, guys, and uh, we need to turn from it. We need to turn from our sins as a church, and I think that's why we're seeing the mess in culture that we're seeing today. Um, and it won't it won't become better in the culture if we can't get it right within these four walls. So that's my encouragement to you guys, and that's the word of the Lord to you guys: is to repent. For he will not look on you in anger. He is merciful. But we must repent. We must acknowledge our guilt and turn away from it. Hi,
7: guys. So lately I've been reading in Psalm 42. um, In Psalm 42, 5 and 6, it says... Why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise Him, my salvation and my God. I would say that during this time I've seen in myself and a lot of those close to me that the spirit of heaviness and darkness and sadness and just discouragement has been a lot greater. Um, And maybe it just seems that way, like maybe we're more aware of it, but sometimes I feel like we ask ourselves, why am I downcast? Like, I have the greatest hope. I have salvation. I have eternity. I have Jesus. And I think that we can be encouraged by looking at this and see that the psalmist is experiencing that same fear that maybe we can compare to depression or anxiety. But I think I love that the response to that is, I shall praise God, my hope and my salvation, and that the response to the discouragement and the darkness, is to worship God and to trust that he is good, no matter what it looks like in our world. Good night, guys. Thank you.
8: Man, Isn't this awesome, first and foremost? Like, here we are, and from ancient times, the Lord has moved among his people. And now in this time, in these minutes and hours, God himself is here with us still. He's still moving. The word of the Lord is going forward. Lives are being changed. Souls are being saved. People are being healed. The kingdom of God still advances in the middle of the darkness because the light cannot be denied. The Lord is all-powerful, and he will accomplish his will. Amen? So before the service We were praying as a team, which I always love our times together. And Joy was just praying her heart out. The spirit was really moving and I had a vision beforehand. And uh, for anyone who's had a vision, sometimes the Lord shows you things and it's always meaningful. And then you say it out loud and you're like, that's kind of weird. But it always has a purpose. And when she was praying, I had this vision of an earthquake shaking this sanctuary. And there was a split right down the middle. And then literally the whole sanctuary just fell through the floor. And then this bright, powerful light representing the Spirit of God just shot up through it. And the Lord spoke and he said, I am tearing down what has always been done to make way for something new. Hallelujah! We don't have to stay in the stale. We don't have to stay in what is in the past. We can be right here in the new work of God in each moment of our lives. And he is with us. He is for us. He loves us as we are. Last time I checked, we all probably sinned today. And the last time I checked, the forgiveness of God was greater than that. And eternity was still short. That heaven was still short. But no matter how bad it gets here when these bodies get old or they die, we are still going to eternity with the living, risen God, Jesus our Christ. Praise to his name. Hallelujah. Give him praise.
9: We're going to... Uh, I want to just take you to a section of scripture, but before I do that, I, I as we were worshiping... Uh, the Lord kind of gave me a picture of a house and it began to be deconstructed and he didn't destroy it he took it down piece by piece the foundation was laid and then he reconstructed the house that's what I saw and then I felt like the Lord said O oh, house of God, I'm taking down walls. I'm moving stones. I'm putting up new walls for a greater work of my Spirit. And then I want to read this: coming to Him, verse first uh, uh, Peter chapter two verse five. Coming to Him as the living stone, rejected indeed by men, but chosen by God and precious. You also, as living stones, are being built up as a spiritual house, a holy priesthood, to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. Living stones. He's moving us. He's building something. And uh, we just need to wait on Him and trust that He's doing the very thing that we just heard before I shared that. So, um, praise the Lord.
10: bear with me if I'm nervous, I usually don't do stuff like this, but it's just so heavy on my heart, like the character of who God is, I think about myself and throughout my life, you know, how many times I've been self-seeking, God is just the complete opposite of that, you know, He comes into this world, into a manger, lives, as poor, takes up the cross, always denying himself, you know, the creator of all this beauty that we see around us. And he, he's always working as we saying tonight. He doesn't, he didn't make it and sit back and enjoy it himself. He, he gave it to us freely, to us sinners, but then takes our place for that sin and offers redemption through his own suffering. He, he just denies himself and gives himself away to us every single day. How many times I fall short in my sin and How many times the devil wants to come and condemn you and tell you that uh, you're never going to get it right. You're know, you never going to live up to who God wants you to be. It's not about that. He knows our hearts. He knows every single hair on our head just exactly what we spoke about tonight. You look at the destruction, everything that's going on in the world, and we think about this virus, but it's so true, what was just said a moment ago. Does anybody stop to think about the virus of sin? The sin that truly is leading to death? We just try our best to keep trying to be a light. And even as I start back with college recently, and just hear the Lord's name in vain, and every other word is the F word, and there's just so much people that don't know Him, and... Sometimes you get discouraged and you want to kind of stray away from it but you got to remember our Lord and Savior that he never strayed away from us he pressed right into us he, he sat down with prostitutes ate with homosexuals he he was kind in love and he calls us to be wise as serpents and gentle as doves and we can just remember that when we leave here tonight to remember to put on love put on mercy Remember that we are going to fall short that we can try to remember to deny ourselves daily as he always does, then I do believe that there can be more light in this darkness. Praise God forever. Thank you
11: First Chronicles chapter 29, verse 11 says for yours O lord is the greatness the power and the glory the victory and the majesty for all that is in heaven and earth are yours yours is the kingdom O lord and you are exalted as head over all look at what god has created the mountains the heavens the cliffs the valleys but he is exalted as head over all He rules. He is the conquering king. We have a hope in Christ that will never fade away. We can stand strong in his promises. We can stand strong in his love and his comfort. No matter what is going on. He is exalted as head over all. And he is good, and he is loved, and he is forgiving. And he has compassion for his kids. He's a good God. He's sovereign. He's holy. He is holy. He's just. And he's long-suffering, not willing that any should perish, but all should come to repentance. God bless. God bless Rocky Mountain Calvary our fellowship, I just pray that God continues to do a new work in our midst, and to him be the glory.
0: Let's all stand. We're just going to celebrate what God's doing tonight, and I think what Roy said at the end is just so good that we serve a great God who rules and reigns over every season, over every situation, over every heartache, over every burden. And we have an opportunity tonight, uh, just just as we were sharing, I just felt like the Lord wanted to bring that spirit of freedom where there's heaviness. And so as we sing this last song tonight, just encourage you to lay those those burdens that heaviness at the feet of Jesus and we're going to leave here tonight free amen
12: Above, singing as one, Hallelujah! Holy, holy, God Almighty, the Great I Am, who is worthy, none beside. The great I am The great I am The great I am The mountains shake before you The demons run and flee The mention of Your name, King of Majesty, there is no power in hell nor any who can stand before the power and the presence of the the Great I Am, the Great I Am, the Great I Am, the Great.
0: singing that chorus, just the voices all together, one body, celebrating what a great God we serve that loves us, rejoicing in the fact that we're known by Him, that we know Him, that He's redeemed us, our past, our future, and that we have the guarantee of heaven. Come on, let's sing.
12: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Great.
0: Thanks again so much for coming and uh, we'll see you back here this weekend.